This episode of Vic's Basement is brought to you by EB Games. Support us by buying your video games at EB Games. Welcome to my basement, everybody. Hello, Count Dracula. Hey, Victor. Welcome to my castle, Count Dracula castle. It's Monster Horror Theater. <laughs> 3D. Oh, that's good. Yeah, we're getting into the Halloween spirit Look, around these here. These are my teeth. I know you can't see them unless yeah. you hold them right up close to the camera, but I couldn't put these in today. Did you? Were you worried you were going to swallow them? No, I just couldn't. I don't know how because there's this hard part on the side. Anyway, right. enough about this. I've got teeth. They wouldn't work with my mouth. I'm right. doing a, a series right now mm -hmm. on EP Daily. It's called, uh, I don't know what it's called. I called it Scott's Spooky Stories. Scott's Spooky Stories, and most of those stories involve me almost catching herpes. <laughs> That would be a good story. Just that would be scary. Not an EP. And it might also have come true. Like, we don't even know. <laughs> but uh, I digress. Uh, yes, it's... it's wait a second, wait a second. For those keeping score, that was less than, yeah, less than two minutes into the podcast. Herpes so already mentioned. You're welcome, Herpes. There it is. That's right. Why Her stay in the shadows? This episode of Vic's Basement brought to you by... Herpes. The gift that never goes away. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Red dots for everybody. Okay. But listen... I, uh, it is ho it is Halloween season coming up. Yeah. We're driving in the car today. We're very busy. You're shooting all the time. I'm shooting all yeah. the time. Yeah. Uh, and Wheeling and dealing. We're driving down the street. Blake was actually driving today because you can't drive, and I refuse to drive right. because I'm a superstar. Man, we are two amazing I know, we human are, beings. We are. Yeah. Uh, so we're driving along, and, and uh, we started talking about how much we love this time of year. And, yeah. and it's, it, the weather is great. The apples are fresh and mm -hmm. robust right mm -hmm. now. Uh, there's going to be some pumpkin carving very soon. Uh, uh, Halloween costumes aren't on sale yet, but they will be in a couple of weeks. Yep. Uh, but it's the time of year when you Well, they're, they're on sale, but they're not sale priced. They're on sale. Oh, they're, yeah. they're for sale. Yes. But they're not sale priced. Yeah, they're, well they're, said. they're very expensive. Fine distinction. Yes. Uh, and uh, it like this is the time of year to... Uh, to watch all the horror movies you want to watch, watch yeah. American Horror Story or whatever TV show you're into. Walking Rob Dead. Walking Dead. Or uh, Rob Koval shout out. There was that. one Rob Koval shout out and that. one Herpes and shout out. They so weren't far away from each other. <laughs> you draw your own conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the time of year where you get kind of scared and hopefully just fake scared, you know, yeah, not yeah. scared like look at my mortgage statement. Ah! That is scary. That is very scary. That would be the most frightening Halloween commercial ever shot right they right. should do that if mortgage statements yeah. are here yeah they're just ripping open the yeah. the uh, the bank draft th stuff and they f have a heart attack what if they just put inside your mortgage statement that you open and just a severed hand <laughs> just open it up you're like oh the severed hand nothing but this mortgage statement <laughs> ah! a lot of you kids out there you don't know what mortgages are but uh, but you will or, you a, will or a severed horse head and it's like the bank is making a message the bank, <laughs> the bank is sending sending you a message. So you better you will, pay up or die. You will not make this movie. That's <laughs> yeah. right. You will leave Hollywood. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's a, I love this time of year. I really do. I hate summer. Yeah. I uh, I like the way uh, I like the way women dress well, in summer. But let's, let's be honest. I like to go outside. You hate summer, spring, and and winter. No, I like winter and I like fall, but I oh, don't okay, like okay. spring and I don't. Okay. Really, and summer, How can I really not just like spring. Who cares? It's new life. It's this is blossoms life, on the this trees. This is life going full circle, which is this, where this my is, friend. Be this, honest. This is end of life right this now. This is end of life. So you you we're, identify with the trees well, we're in that the are later stages. going orange and red. And That's right. They're they are. beautiful. And just the like, spiders are getting just like big. The little 
hints of gray. A little gray. touch of gray on the yeah, side. The, uh, I, my the, Just for Men is working uh, today. Well, I'm going as uh, Reed Richards this year, so I've, this is my costume. What is, who is Reed Richards? He's Canadian? The lead, he's the leader of the Fantastic Four. And we've got some interesting Fantastic Four discussions that coming your up. your awkward segue? That was very awkward. I didn't mean it to Are, be that that's way. So we're leaving Halloween behind? No, I want to keep going. No, keep going. I'm, that's it. That's it. I, yeah. I just, like, I love this time of year so much. And I, I looked at the calendar this morning. I thought, holy crap. Half of October's gone already. It's unbelievable. What happened to this month? I don't month? know. What I happened to this year? I waited all year for this month, and now it's here, and it's loaded with video well, games. Plus, it's sunny as heck out there, <laughs> and, and it's loaded with video games, so I, you know, I'm inside a lot, and I, t I Instagrammed a picture yesterday of these beautiful trees that are in the neighborhood, and I look up, and the sun's out, and it's gorgeous. It doesn't, it doesn't really feel like we are, fall. Down in the basement, and we're down in the basement talking about video games. I love but it down here. I'm, I feel what you're saying because we're missing a lot of what's happening. Yes, but uh, I've already gone to a pumpkin patch and bought some pumpkins with, with my family. Just yeah. by yourself. Just by myself, <laughs> looking at all the families I crying. Take, I take the cats every year. Do you? Yeah, we go yeah. to the pumpkin patch. What size pumpkin do, does and then they run take? away? <laughs> she takes a very little pumpkin, <laughs> but Chief always picks up a pumpkin that's way too big for you him. You should buy your cheap. cats pumpkins this year. Maybe I will. Be you, a good daddy. Maybe you should. I, maybe I already have them. <laughs> maybe I have. We're not, that's all I'm going to say and, about that. And draw little cat faces on them. All right. Well, I, all right? Yeah, I, think, okay. I think that'd be really good. So I got my costume on. Uh, what are you going to be this year? Oh, man, I don't know. Maybe Indiana Jones? Is that lame? Yes, it is, it is lame. lame. Yeah, maybe, that's Maybe enough. Batman? No. I don't like the look you get when you dress up as Indiana Jones. I'm too uh, into it. You're too, too wild-eyed. Too much satisfaction too, on your face. Too, <laughs> it's like, like this look is right. at how cool I yeah, am. Yeah, and then you just get into it too much. You're like, oh, Marion. <laughs> you got to make the Harrison Ford Snakes, faces. why do there have to be snakes? It's, right, it's like everything. Like you're going in for a latte. And it's like, oh, my God, there's danger. Yeah. That latte might be too hot. That's actually the thing. You're just going up to try to snatch your latte off of the yeah. counter? Lattes. Me Why did it have to be lattes? <laughs> You're giving me some ideas. I don't know. How many other lines does he have? What are the ones? I'm uh, only making fun of the same one. Uh, he says, uh, truck. What truck? Latte, what latte? <laughs> there it is, yeah. Uh, no new Indiana Jones game. I'm going to blow up the arc, Renee. Yeah. With this with yeah, rocket yeah, launcher? Like yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe, okay, you can do it this year. All Why right, not okay. again, your 100th year in a row? <laughs> Maybe I'll I'll dress as the Nazi Indiana Jones and you, really freak people why out. Why don't you dress as it? No, listen, you dress as Indiana Jones and uh, Ruby can be short round. No, Ruby is going. Uh, that's a great idea. It is it's a great incredibly idea. offensive as well. No, it's Especially not. He's a real character. He's a real character for sure. But uh, if uh, if we're making Ruby a because he's a Chinese character, if we're making Ruby well, a little Chinese character, for me he's just no, a character. If you don't if you don't make it a stereotypical like racist character, yeah, of a Chinese yeah okay. Person. Like like a black person could be Bruce Wayne. Halloween. You're right. Blake's You're right. right. So Blake is right. Touché. Blake is right. Okay. Uh, Ruby has already chosen her gift. Ladybug. Uh, nope. She's not cute. That's a good guess. She's though. going as the Wicked Witch of the East yeah. from The Wizard of Oz. Is that the evil one? Yeah. The we're painting okay. her face green and she's going to be all, she's going to try to scare all the princesses. That's what she wants to do. Okay. She's going to run around scaring all the other little girl princesses. Okay. She's already a little sadist. Is that right? Uh, sure, I think S that's sadistic, right. Sadistic, yeah. a little sadistic. Uh, but the cool thing is... Um, Masochist is where you like the punishment. Right. Sadist is when you like to punish. She likes to dole it out a little bit. You yeah. know? She's a little rough just, and tumble. Just like Dad. A little bit, I guess. <laughs> She's got no... You don't like that at all. Okay, good. You're not. Okay, good. Well, she is not uh, afraid of anything. 
she'll go to the parks and she'll fearless. Play with, yeah, yeah. Th with kids that are twice her size and she'll run and jump and she'll eventually charm them. All the bigger kids are too cool for school, right? Mm -hmm. They don't want to hang out with the little ones, mm -hmm. but they always end up liking my kid, which is which is cool. Sounds like she's uh, Anthony Michael Hall in Breakfast Club. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, the cool thing is, she's never seen The Wizard of Oz. It's too oh, mature for her. It'd be, it would scare the crap out of her, actually. Yeah, I guess but so. she played a little of the Lego Dimensions. That wasn't her thing. That's my wife's favorite movie, and I think that's how it all happened. But she played Lego Dimensions. Wizard of Oz is one of the licensed things in there, and she got into it. And uh, I have ordered the the Wizard of Oz adventure piece and she doesn't know that it's coming so mm -hmm. she's going to be able to play as the character that she's going to be in halloween so that's, that's pretty cool okay uh let's stay on the wizard of oz for one more second because thinking about the two witches the one with the green face from the movie of course it's, she was uh, scary she's the one that melts in the water yeah she melts yeah. and she does all kinds of interesting things and hurtful things and she threatens the dog toto and and uh and the other which is completely forgettable. Glenda, Glenda the good witch. She didn't do any of that stuff because it's all a dream. She didn't melt. She didn't uh, threaten a dog. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think it's really interesting that the the darker characters. I mean, I think that's partly why we love Batman so much because the darkness is what really resonates with people. And if somebody's Absolutely. good, it just seems well. I, I guess I understand this person. They're good. How good can well, they the be? Well, the movie was littered with good pe characters, though. You know, it was littered with with color and and beautific kind of creations, and then here was this ghastly villainous. I mean, her and the and the flying monkeys are the first things that they really. I guess they have the the four of them going down the yellow brick road, but they're iconic. She's as iconic, I think, as uh, as Darth Vader yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, maybe more so. Maybe not. No, not no. now, but yeah, but uh, man, in, in her day. Right. Okay. Yeah. This is interesting talk. Yeah. Yeah. And it, well, you know what is interesting is that it's the Wizard of Oz is in a video game in 2015. What game? In Lego Dimensions. Oh, which listen, is. That, but, I made it like two minutes into the show before I mentioned Herpes and Rob Coble, and now you've made it three minutes into the show before you bring up Lego Dimensions. Uh, it's pretty amazing. I talked about it last time with oh, uh, with Marissa. I yeah, missed last week's episode. It was. Uh, Did you guys have fun. It was. It was one of our best episodes. Okay, that's great. <laughs> no, it was fun. But uh, no, I talked about Lego Dimensions, and, and uh, it actually is a really solid game, and I'm surprised. I'm, I'm shocked, actually. I Why? thought for sure that it was just going to be uh, a thin... I talked. I said all of this last oh, okay. time. Okay, well, you but can I, say it again. I didn't I, hear it. It's, I, I thought for sure it was just going to be a thin cash grab, you know, that they had sort of said, okay, well, we've given you all these characters and areas and stuff like that to explore before, but now we're going to charge you for them. Mm -hmm. And you could cynically say that about this for sure. Yeah, I, but I've certainly read that. Well, sure. the, the level of detail in each of the worlds more than is worthy of the price point to ac access all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they all interlock and work and coexist and, and cross-reference each other mm -hmm. is astounding. Still, I feel like TT is kind of... Uh We've kind of plateaued a little bit because you know what? I played that Jurassic game, Jurassic Park Lego game. Yes, yeah. And uh, I just I felt it was kind of lazy and thin compared to some of the more spirited work that they've done earlier. Well, there's a couple things about that. I disagree with you on that because I like the dinosaur stuff quite a bit. I thought that was really clever, uh, but it wasn't actually the TT uh, team that worked on it. They they sent it off to somebody else to design and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think they did a pretty good job considering it wasn't the, the core TT people that sort of have been outdoing themselves on a pretty regular basis. Um, but, you know, you know what you're in for with the mechanics of the Lego, right? That they're kind of 
they're kind of, uh, I mean, they're so successful, right? They're one of the most successful game franchises in the world now. They crossed a, a like a, I don't know, 50 million unit sold threshold or mm -hmm. something like that. They're in the same era as Madden and Grand Theft Auto. You mm -hmm. know, they're in that stratosphere, which is remarkable and well-earned. But they also are con sort of contained by the limitations that they created for themselves. So it's mm -hmm. a bit of a, I don't want to... I don't want to say jail cell, but it's a bit of a constriction, and they have to kind of design around all of that stuff. But even still, they manage to really surprise us. Not every time, but you know that Mar that Lego Marvel Avengers game was one of my favorite yeah. launch titles for the PlayStation Four and Xbox One. It was an amazing game. The key to those games: two mm -hmm. steps: you break and you build. Yeah. You break first. Second, you build. Yeah, and now you can. Ta tangibly break and build, which is the, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's not genius because it's obvious, but it works and it works way better than I thought it was going to work. Uh, so do, I don't want to talk about Lego anymore, nope. but if you want to say a few more things, you no, can. No, I will not say a few more things about Lego. I don't really enjoy it. No, I know you don't. You, you <laughs> checked out. You no, checked out. I try to stay with you and then I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck it. Yeah, you're not, you're not in. You're I'm not, not in. in. No, you care about it, and I respect that. Well, I just I'm not into it. I do care about it because I, I think that I'm out, and then I enjoy the games. You I know? thought I thought I was in, and then I played the Jurassic World game or whatever. And did you I just get to the lazy. dinosaur parts? I beat everything. I beat the whole game. It was completely tedious, and I felt like it was really lazy. I, I love the dinosaur stuff. I thought that was really fun. I did not like it. Okay, all right. You know what's good though? Yes, Bloodborne. Yeah, Bloodborne is good, as has have been you established. Guys tried it? Have you tried Bloodborne? I started all over again. <laughs> I did. <laughs> all right. Are you excited about this Friday the 13th game that Adam Sessler, of all people, is involved with? So it's not actually Friday the 13th. This is just a game. No, it is, is actually. It there's no Lego in it, as far but as I, think I know. I that would be fun if it was a Lego Friday the 13th game. That's think, where I'd like I don't to think see that'll it. ever happen. It'd be fun if it started out that way and then Jason stepped on a bunch of Lego and hurt his feet and then no, killed the people I, that dropped all of the I Lego in there. Like there's there's your intro, that's Lego. That's kind of where they started with, with the Star Wars stuff. Mm -hmm. I feel like they were so playful back then. Mm -hmm. Just They seem just seemed like they had more playfulness. And I want them to, like, I'd love to see them do uh, Lego versions of Coen Brother movies. They can't do that, though. I would love that. No, though. because there's an inherent... That I'm interested in. There, there's an inherent, you know, under-PG kind of quality to every single thing that That's they do. It's okay. You can sand off the edges and the teeth don't have to be sharp. Although, you know what? They have Doctor Who in there. there and Doctor go. Who isn't really a kid's thing, is it? I mean, I guess kids dig it, but... So I think the the... The Lego version of so this uh, is the Bartleby, game. Bartleby, Bar what was that one called? Barton Fink. Yeah, uh, uh, Barton Fink and uh, should Fargo. We, should we start working on this? We'll I would work love up it. the like, pitch. I think I we'll I, go to Warner Brothers. Like that that makes me horny. Like I would love to play Lego those Fargo. Games. Yeah, Lego Lego Fargo. Lego Fargo. Lego Blood Simple. We get Francis McDormand in the uh, <laughs> in the What's booth. What's that one where they're uh, Miller's Crossing? Oh Lego my God. Miller's Crossing. That What's would be the so rumpus? Fun. What's the rumpus? Yeah, oh my God! I'm chasing. The hat, the little Lego hat through the Lego forest. How forests. enjoyable would that be? That'd be great. Um, you know what? Because you know Nathan Sawaya, you're friends with Nathan Sawaya. He's a personal friend of mine. I'm, and you saw the documentary that he was in. I didn't see it. The Brickumentary. Is it good? Well, he's your personal friend. You didn't know, see the documentary. He, was in? he doesn't watch my movies. All right, I don't okay. Watch his movies. Great That's friend. our agreement. Great friend. All right. So, uh, but there are people that make their living Legoizing all kinds of movies. So I bet you there are Lego Coen Brothers movies, and and we can. All as a group together, 
go and search the YouTubes and see if there are Lego yeah, YouTube. send them to us and yes. we'll, we'll broadcast them on, if we can, we, legally. We will, we will have a, we'll a global moment where we will yeah. all look for Lego Coen What Brothers else, movies. like just one indulgent, oh. give me one movie title that you'd like to see a Lego version. I want to see Lego James Bond. That's okay. what I want to see. Want want? Yeah. I just checked, there's no official Lego Big Lebowski, yeah. but there is a bunch of fan made. Like yeah, of course, yes. Yeah, so, they don't officially make them. That's the cool thing about Lego, which I learned in that documentary. I didn't know this was all going to be Lego in this podcast, but who cares? I didn't know either. <laughs> uh, but I learned that Lego has kind of, you know, they used to get really freaked out about all this stuff. Yes. All the non-sort of, you know, conformity and all the sort of people trying to break the rules with their stuff. Now they applaud it. Now they embrace it. That's why the Lego movie was, that was the message of the Lego movie, right? Mm -hmm. It's just break the rules, you know? Uh, and that would freak the hell out of them. But they've evolved as a company and recognized that they have built, and I think they say it in the documentary, and it's a little pretentious, but they built the language out of these bricks that is global and nobody has to work to understand. Mm -hmm. And so people just use the language to craft whatever they want to craft. And it's, it's remarkable. You know, It exceeds any hope that they had as an, as an initial company, mm -hmm. obviously. And it's really crossed well, over. Well, you know, I think they've taken some chances and I think they've those chances have paid off like mm -hmm. they've won you know the Lego movie was great I had a great time yeah and I never saw it again <clears throat> but I really have such fond memories of it and I can still remember that everything is awesome song yeah I don't know how I feel about that now but at the time I felt like I'm on board like, yeah and, and I don't know why I'm not you know Lego's been so successful they've made so much money and they have fingers in everything yeah but then to get something that big where there's such a bright spotlight on them yeah that's a big home run uh, and the tough hurdle and it's certainly true about Lego dimensions is you got to get over the the consumerism aspect of it all and that's a tough one to do and even when yeah. you're watching the documentary you, you just you see the cash register and you also see the marketing machine at play to try to you know finagle all of these brands and and licenses and get them all to you can't erase that you know how hard that is right so to make anything that's got any artistic merit or value in the in the middle of all that is remarkable mm -hmm. you know and the tt team has done that from day one except for jurassic and the Jurassic was pretty fun. <laughs> I would say, I would argue that some of the Harry Potter games kind of got muddled and, and well, lost. For sure, the Indiana yeah. Jones games I thought got, got they turned I, out they I, were botched. I think. Well, they, I liked them for the fan sort of stuff that they had in there, but yes, they they weren't as tight. I think that Marvel, uh, the Lego uh, was it Marvel Avengers? Was that no? It was Lego Marvel superheroes? That was amazing. Okay. And the Marvel Super, Marvel Avengers is coming, and they they're saying that it kills the other one. So Have we forgotten about the Fantastic Four at this point? The, Are we just pretending that didn't happen? Was that the Oh, it, that, that was so awful, god-awful. Um, the producer, what was his name? What's his name? Steve uh, Simon Kinberg. Simon Kinberg. He was on EP, actually. did one of oh, our Star he? Wars memories. Yeah, okay. Uh, he has said that he, want, he loves the cast. They didn't know that they were going to make shit. Um, but he acknowledges that it was a failed movie. Uh, but he would love to see the cast still be involved with yeah. the Fantastic Four going forward. He said he would he would even work with uh, the director. What's his name again? I forget his name. Uh, the director's name is Josh Trank. Josh I, Trank. I yeah. think he was saying that to be polite. To be polite. They're yeah. never going to work together. Yeah, because they were. You know, the the rumor is that they hated each other, and wanted to kill oh, each yeah. other. Yeah. And there, I've I've said this before, but if you watch, um, there's interviews, EPK <clears throat> interviews, where the direct with the director, where he's like, oh. 
in EPK interviews, everyone's always like, oh, it's such a dream working with this person. It's always bullshit. But with the director, Josh Trank, talking about Simon Kinberg, it's really obvious he's saying it through grit teeth. Right. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, it's really nice working with him. And for anybody and that, see in his face, anybody that doesn't know and can't see and just is maybe watching this and seeing Scott and I not talk, but there's a voice coming from off camera, that's that's Blake Siefkin, who uh, who produces this podcast for us. What does he do at this Does point? everything. Does shoots, everything. writes, edits. I, my nickname for him is Swiss Army Knife. Absolutely. Whatever tool you need, he's got it. You need a corkscrew, we got it. You, want, you got to open some wine, we got that. You need scissors, we got that. Swiss Army Siefkin. It's because I'm German. Is that what it is? Okay, I guess that's, okay. A, that's a German name. But, but we got to talk Fantastic Four because here's what's happening. Oh, there is Fantastic Four news? Yes. Okay, the, uh, the rumor is not confirmed. Why are we talking about rumors? Because it's fun. Because we all want well, this fun, to happen. But it's not relevant. Marvel is going to be uh, reassuming the rights what to the Fantastic Four. News? Uh, well, that's real news? If it happens, it's real is news. We might show? be early. Is Ben Affleck <laughs> still with Jennifer Garner? They, rumors are that they might be back together. Is Bruce Jenner a woman now? Yes. All yes, right. Well, yes, let's go is. over all the gossip. This is gossip. No, no but it's cool. To, this is the the conjecture that it's we cool want you, to see happen. I, I have no play. Is anybody else excited about the fact that Marvel yes, might take over Fantastic Four again? And the reason why this is starting to kind of take shape, and this is confirmed, is Fox and Marvel are working on a couple of X Men TV shows together, and so they're going to co craft these things okay. which leaves a lot of uh, room open for movie negotiations because mm -hmm. obviously they're working now with with uh, Sony and Spider-Man um, and they're going to co-create all of that and sort of bring it into the Marvel Cinematic Universe it's time it's uh, they've just killed off the Inhumans as a, a feature film which the Inhumans have been st started to get to, um, introduced on the uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show, mm -hmm. which you checked out of many months ago, but... Uh, <laughs> Years <laughs> ago. <laughs> uh, it was actually kind of cool, but now they've uh, canceled the release date for the movie. So I think what is starting to take shape is... And I, I'll, I will be surprised. Blake and I were going back and forth about Hugh Jackman not being involved. And he made a great point that... Uh, he's been involved in so many of the... Because he said that he's gonna, his next Wolverine movie is his last appearance as Wolverine. And uh, but he's been in so many that if they do an, another X-Men movie with Marvel and Fox working together, it will be a sequel to an established franchise, which creates a whole bunch of rights issues and and uh, probably payment issues for a legacy actor like Hugh Jackman. I read that uh, I actually did read this. And so yeah. I'll just add my two cents to this conversation. Yeah, that they're adding one more member to the Fantastic Four. Did you see this? Mm -mm. They're adding it's going to be the Fantastic Five. Oh yeah, and the fifth character is Pan, the guy in the new movie. Oh yeah, so he's going to be able to fly, and he's got a fairy friend. <laughs> they is actually, that not true? There actually is a a Fantastic Five. Is that really? Well, it they um, they had a robot. I forget. I think it's Herbie. I think the robot was Herbie, if I'm not mistaken, in Herbie. the com comic series. Not Herbie. That would be your robot. I Herpy. Okay. Yeah, Herpy, Herpy the robot. Does he cause you pain? And his cat. Once every three months. Yes, he does. <laughs> uh, and then. Um, uh, I think it's Herbie. Any comic nerds can, can uh, call me out on that. But they also had a kid. Sue Storm and, and uh, Reed Richards have a kid. Okay. And he, so he appeared and he had powers, of Is course. It Pan? And that's why The Incredibles, it's not Pan. That's why The Incredibles <laughs> was such a, uh, 
you know, all the uh, the comic fans were just saying, "What the hell are you doing? You're just ripping off Fantastic yeah. Four." Yeah. You know. Okay. Now it's all owned by the same company, so it doesn't okay. matter. So wait a second. So the Fantastic Four mm-hmm. is going back underneath the Marvel umbrella? Yes. Okay. That's the rumor. Where was it before this in DC? Fox has had it, and they had to make that Fantastic Four movie last uh, to, to launch this year, or they would have lost the rights back to Marvel. This is the same reason why we get too many Spider Man. Absolutely, Sony will lose the Spider Man license if they didn't make the. the the movies and that's why they plan this huge well they have and so Fox is seeing the light and I think that what's going to happen is we are moving towards all of the Marvel characters on screen together or you know crossing over like crazy and the you know the other thing that's happening too is that the uh, the Marvel movies that are coming are all kind of ending up being team-up movies there's tons of characters in Civil War but the Hulk has been confirmed to be uh, in the next Thor movie. Is this exciting? For me it is. Okay. For you, what will they I can see them? you slowly dying inside. I am, but I'm yeah. trying to play no. along. Okay, all right. Uh, so what will, yeah. they, will, they ha- will they go out? Or will they fight crime together? Uh, in, in, um, in, in Thorland. What's Thor's land Thor. called again? Asgard. Uh, Asgard. Asgard, yeah, thank you. I can't Why remember. Why do I know all. this? I don't know. You know it. You've been there. Yeah, um, because it hurts me every time I go. <laughs> but um, So Thor will go to Asgard. And bring uh, Hulk with him because Hulk goes on a journey at the end of uh, of uh, Age of Ultron, right? We don't know where Hulk is going well, that's emotionally. How, that's how I got herpes. I went on a journey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Same journey that Hulk's going on that he's going to bring into Thor's Asgard. <laughs> Why red dots? <laughs> so, you know, I'm sorry for all the herpes jokes. Some some of you actually have herpes, and I I'm sorry. I really am sincerely herpes. Sorry. I probably have it. Make Hulk mad. He does make Hulk mad. Uh, so, what else? Are there other comic no, books? You want to talk about Batman su- and there's Superman? There's more superhero stuff coming. Batman and Super. Can we talk about Batman and Superman? I know those two. Yeah, they're uh, well. The Batmobile from the uh, Bat the BVS movie uh, will be in uh, Arkham Knight. You'll okay. be able to drive this cool car, and they've also got the short-eared, stocky, uh, beefed-up Batfleck. Uh, character skin, so you'll be able to be Ben Affleck in a video game now. Woo! In Arkham Knight? In Arkham Knight, yeah. Oh, boy. Before the movie comes out, so great marketing. More great, great marketing. Hopefully the movie is fantastic. Yes. Uh, But I've always loved the design, and I've always loved the way that the costume looks, so I'm very excited to be able to... Why can't they just leave the movie Batman in its own world and leave the video game Batman, the Kevin Conroy Batman, in his world? Why do they have to do this... Why do they have to do this? Why is that okay with you? Money. Well, no, no, I know, I they're know just, why they want to do it, skins. why do they want to do it, though? They're skins, because I think you can't just, not think of other uh, variations when you consume this stuff. When you watch an Avengers animated show, you can't not think of, and it's, uh, it's Adrian, uh, uh, what's his last name? Brody. No, I forget his name. Curry. Uh, uh, that plays Tony Stark. And he's he's in the heroes, Pazdar, Adrian Pazdar, who always plays Tony Stark in the series, and it's our friend Roger Craig Smith playing Captain America. You can't not think of, uh, uh, you know, Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. But it's okay that they can be different, you know. And uh, so when I'm playing Batman video games, of course I'm thinking about the Nolan movies. And now, 
you know, if the if the new Batman is cool, you we'll be thinking think about, about it. But I don't want them to come into that world. Well, this is pretty unprecedented because you, you know we did the making of uh, Arkham Asylum and we got pretty tight with uh, Rocksteady and Warner Brothers during that whole process. They were very very siloed. They had nothing to do with each other, mm -hmm. and then slowly they started to see the value. Obviously, you know, fans want across the universes, and they it, with Arkham City, a, a lot of the DLC was introduced, a lot of the costuming, and and you know they had the animated series Batman, the Frank Miller Batman, um, but they had to break down doors because nobody wanted to talk with anybody. Everybody was very clear that this couldn't sound like it, it couldn't look like it, he couldn't be Christian Bale. You know, they were very, very separate. The movie team, you know, had their own biases about all of this stuff. And and so we, when we were even doing interviews for that documentary, you know, that there was sensitivity about referencing any of the other Batman stuff. But now, now it's, it's Batman free for all. Now it's embraced. And Everybody that, in. And, you know, that, that has got a large part has to be with the, the fact that the games have been successful, yes, but Warner Brothers' video game division is one of the most successful uh, well, it's number one. They're the number one publisher in the industry right now, but they're also one of the most successful elements of Warner Brothers. And the guy that's running Warner Brothers as a whole corporate company came from the video game space. Okay. So they have a lot more respect for it. So that's why we're going to see, you know, and also, um, um, oh God, Jeff uh, Jeff Johns is a huge gamer as well and respects it and totally understands the. The cro and he's the creative director at Warner Brothers in DC, so he sees the cross value there. Okay, uh, I'm glad these things are making you happy. Okay, yes, that's they, that's that's good. That's Let's talk about Star Wars. Yeah, Let's woo! Get all of the shit done on today's show. <laughs> Come Star on! Wars, a new trailer, yes. and a new poster. Everyone, jack off at the same time. Yes, that's uh, the trailer is supposed to be on Monday. Jesus Christ! I I don't really want to see any more trailers. No, I just want to see either. the like, I want to see the see, movie. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want any. Well, it, any it's, other our tip. Like, it's our job. It's our job to talk like, about oh, it. Here's more of the movie. Like we're gonna have seen like 45 minutes of it before you even get no. in the goddamn theater. They've been very good. the teasers, the, there haven't been any trailers. Mm -hmm. There have been two teasers that don't really show that much. I saw a lady writing a thing, and then I saw yeah. the man when he took but his you, thing off. There haven't been a, any official like log lines or explanations about what the I feel like I know too much about. already. But you don't have much. any idea what the plot of the That's movie okay. is. That's okay. That's okay. But you need to. You have to tell know. people what a movie is about before they see it. I know, but stop teasing this thing. Like, stop it. It's not a tease. It's a trailer. This is oh, like the trailer this, is a tease, fucker. What are you doing? This is this is one where they actually don't have to do a damn thing. They don't. Just yeah, you know. they should. I mean, you have to at least have a, a two sentence description. Well, of the only the, the only reason to is to is to get it in the news everywhere around the Always, world at the same time, same time, and everybody's excited because we are all excited for it. But this is one that does not to have does not need to have pre sale at all. It's going to be packed for months. And it's a pre-sold thing, you know, like we all want to go. And there's, because of that, I don't really want to see too much but more. I know I will, but I don't already, really. You're already sold, but they need to sell, like, the casual audience who doesn't follow this stuff every day. Listen, sure. Like they need to sell my mom. They want yeah. my mom to go see it, yeah. right? I, because, yes, they've invested billions into this world, into this universe. They're building that whole theme park. You heard about all that in Disney, Disneyland, yes, right? Yes, yeah. I heard about it. So, that I mean, it's not just this movie. It's every aspect of Disney is invested all the way through on Star Wars. So Blake's right. They, they need to get people that don't 
care about Blake's this every day. Right. Blake is kind of always right. Always right. He fucking pisses me off. But the thing How do is, we stop I just want to say this one yes. little, just one little warning, and I know we've said it before on the okay. show. Okay. J.J. Abrams did pretty well with Star Trek, but it all ran out of gas. And yeah. the same thing could happen with this. Like, it could well, all be over in six months. They're going to keep spewing out movies and spewing content, but it might not mean anything ultimately. One of the smart things, I agree with you, one of the smart things that he's doing is he's not committing to direct all of this stuff. He's stepping back. He'll produce, he'll oversee, but he only want to, wanted to put his directorial thumbprint on the first movie. Mm-hmm. And I, that, I think, speaks he's well. Not, he's not producing the... Uh... He's not involved at all. I don't think he is. No. I think he will be. I think he's going to be setting some tone, right? Because they all have to kind of follow thematically. I think it's more just Kathleen Kennedy is the one in charge. I'd be surprised if JJ and Bad Robot weren't involved. I, I, I would, I would be, I would be very surprised because he, he's invested into this universe in a massive way. But that excites me because he isn't going to, you know, overextend himself. And I think what he has done too with this movie, as opposed to Star Trek, where he was still kind of cutting his teeth and still kind of showing that he could shepherd these massive blockbusters at the same time as building his huge production company and involved with five or six TV shows at the same time and producing other movies for other people and stuff. He was he was totally overextended by the I time just, he got to End of Dark. I just don't like the weight of all Star Wars, and it's not even here yet. And already yeah. I just feel this burden of like, Oh my God! Now there's a trailer on my. I got to carry that too. Now there's yeah. a new movie poster. Yeah. Now they've already announced a miniseries, and now Netflix has this. Well, and now they've announced and, three sequels. And think of how, like, how much I'm already spending on action figures too. I mean, you got. I know already. You, it's, it's it's. And you're still trying to auction off your Phantom Menace action figures <laughs> at the same time. So no, I burned those in effigy. <laughs> <laughs> there anyway, was a, there was a big pit scene in my backyard. So we're gonna there's gonna be more Star Wars. We're gonna talk about it next week, I guess. When's yeah. this, when does the trailer come out? On Monday. Monday. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The poster comes out this Sunday. So, okay. What time? On, what time on Monday? Maybe we should 5 do. PM. Oh, okay. We won't. We won't all be hanging. It's going to be during together. a football game, apparently, and then it'll be yeah. posted online. Like it is football later. and baseball season. This is a busy yeah. sports season, yes. and also hockey season just started up. So everybody is and, distracted. And, right and now. video game season and, and video game TV season. season. Like so, The Walking Dead has started, and like, all, uh, Flash and Arrow have started. You're trying to keep me in the loop with Batman versus Superman, and in the loop with Star Wars or Star Trek. Or Star Wars, I mean, and it just—it's too much right now. Yeah, like I just feel that, like I feel myself short-circuiting. I just want to go back to Bloodborne, thank you. <laughs> which was months ago. Which is simple. A- and you mentioned Star Trek. They just wrapped shooting on Spock yesterday. I just saw. Oh, um, you know who I saw the other day at the Scotia Bank Theater? Who was that guy who plays uh, Bones? Really? Yeah. Carl Urban? Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. This was a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. It was when we saw. It was when we saw. Did they shoot? Yeah, it's when though. we saw The Martian you saw. That, yeah, it's when like we saw The Martian. Ago. I thought it was two, two and weeks did, ago. And did uh, they shoot Star Trek here in Vancouver? They, they shot a lot of it here, and then they've been in Dubai shooting for the last few weeks. Okay. Um, well, they wrapped on Spock yesterday. I just you know, saw. They wrapped, they wrapped everything. Yeah, everything's done? Everything's wrapped for done. But I was okay, going well, up the okay. escalator. He was going down. Right. Did He's you, such a handsome man. Did, did you guys both stare at each other? Down on? He no, he was he was he was with a woman though. He, he was, was on an lady. escalator. Oh, okay. With a with a apparently someone who was special to him. Oh yeah. I, they may or may not have been canoodling. Okay, cool. You know, it was a private moment. I I like Carl Urban a lot. I really like his face. Yeah. He was a great judge dread. 
<laughs> One which we never saw his face. Yeah. Uh, what else? No, he's 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 a good dude. I, I really I think, like. Him. Yeah, I wish he was. Remember him as the bad guy in uh, Born Identity? Yeah. He was terrific in that. Oh, he's got yeah, a real physical. He seems like have real presence. Yeah. You know, and, and he, him and Eric Bana. Yeah, I like. Both I like both the bad guy in the second Born movie. The second one, okay. The Born Supremacy. Okay. But I enjoy his work, and I think he like. I'm not into men, but I like his face. Okay. All right. You sure like you're not into men? Not sure. Still not. Not sure. Still okay. not. Uh, okay. Blake wrote us a whole list because yeah, he does all that stuff. Yeah. He's awesome. Uh, let's switch off of uh, movies and talk about something for Video real. Video games. No, yes. no, no. We're going to talk about Jupiter. Uh, there's what? a couple things. Did you hear about the mega structures? Yeah. Okay. We're going to talk about that for a second. Okay. Jupiter's big red eye, the storm, it's getting smaller. <laughs> My red eye is getting bigger. <laughs> For those who don't know, the, the red eye... What are you talking about? Okay, I'll, I'll explain. You, yeah. The big circle on Jupiter All is right. a storm. It's a hurricane that's been there for 10,000 years because yeah. it's this giant hurricane, and it's getting smaller because they... Is it cars? <laughs> cars too? Or is uh, it Obama? I, I don't know. Okay. Um, no, but because the, one of the... I think it's the Voyager. One of the spacecraft that just went by it took some new pictures, and it's getting a lot smaller. So a lot gonna, smaller. Yeah, it's probably going to be gone in, I don't know, maybe a few thousand years. Hey, how's the Martian wow. doing at the box office? Uh, pretty well. Okay. Yeah. It's got legs, you see it? Not yet. Okay. Yeah, I want to see it. It's got the second biggest uh, October opening. Right be in the well, what else does gravity. it have to compete with at this point? Uh, well, it's been beating a lot of the competition. There's, yeah, yeah. There's some like Pan bombed. Pan, did it bomb? Walk, yeah, yeah, it beat the destroyed. walk. The walk bombed. Yeah. And, uh, you know, sleeping with other people, we both liked yeah. a lot. That, that air today? That airs today. That's out today. Yeah, sleeping with other people. Yeah. Allison That's Brie. Allison Brie and uh, Tony TV right yeah. Now. yeah. Man, I liked that a lot. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. This is a smart movie. I really liked it. I don't great, know why. Great, great repartee. A horrible last twenty minutes, but everything before <laughs> that was great. Yeah, it turned into Lord of the Rings. Jesus Christ. Uh, no, that, that was solid. It it feels like there's some good movies popping up every week. You know, we just you saw. You guys have been seeing a lot. We just saw Rock the Casbah, and that review will air next week. And you know, just, I didn't see it. You uh, saw it. But uh, saw Jobs that air, that airs today. Oh, saw you did? Bridge of Spies that airs did today. Did you like jo Jobs? Jobs was great. Steve Jobs, I think. Jobs was the Ashton Kutcher one. Yeah, it was really great. It was it was awesome. I'm an Eric Aaron Sorkin fan, but I think if you're not an Aaron Sorkin fan, if you find him totally pretentious and too uh, out of time, because Aaron like Sorkin, I love that show, but it he writes stuff like he lives in the 1930s, and it, it, he's also so preachy and so artificial, so stagey that it can be really off-putting. But I love the 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 you know the acrobatics that is required on yeah. on the part of the actors to be able to handle all that language and to move across the screen like that. I it's just impressive. don't know because you know everybody's a business now. Everybody's yeah. uh, you know he's he's representative of the Aaron Sorkin brand. Yeah. I don't know how much you know. It's like Andy Warhol. It's like how much? What does Andy Warhol really paint? And he has a lot of other people who do the painting for him. But yeah. He oversees Andy everything. Andy Warhol is dead. I know he's dead. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> this just in. And there's a, apparently a storm that's getting smaller on Jupiter. Yep. Uh, oh, but let me tell you the megastructure thing. Have you heard about this? No, but I'm just saying, well, I'll just leave it behind. Okay. Aaron Sorkin, I don't know. I don't. I like the direction he goes in. It feels very unique, but I don't know how much it is him anymore. I don't yeah. know. I feel like part of it Part of it might be the Borg. Uh, yeah. That there is. I know exactly what you're saying. There's a See? ton of that in Hollywood where there's subcontracted stuff. Like a lot of these effects houses... Everybody knows this. A lot of these effects houses, they will uh, 
take the credit, do the work, but they'll subcontract it out to a person, one one guy in a workstation. He probably has 45 writers who write things, and then he, I mean, he's still got a job, but there are other people. They massage it, yeah. Yeah, they massage it. Yeah. Anyway, what's the superstructure? This is ridiculous. I mean, it's uh, it's total theory right now. Is it still Jupiter? No. It's not a theory, it's a hypothesis. It's a hypothesis. Um, And it's a scientific one that has been kind of... um, not discredited by the entire sort of astronomy, astronomy uh, sort of community out there. Yeah, so do you want me to sit, tell, explain what it is? No, I'll explain it. It's, uh, there is light coming from a, uh, a star that's about 1.5 light years away, so it's way too far away to get to, that has uh, been flickering in, in some really random patterns. Mm-hmm. And so astronomers that have been looking at this thing and measuring it for a number of years now are starting to think that it may be an alien-created uh, megastructure mm-hmm. that is meant to house the uh, uh, energy that they get from the star out there. Because mm-hmm. they, f- they figure, and the, in the, uh, the uh, hypothesis is that uh, if a- a- an advanced alien civilization is out there and has gone beyond what we are capable of, they will have learned how to harness in a massive way the energy, the free energy that's coming from a star out there. And it's the only thing currently that kind of makes sense um, with the way that the light is being, it, the light is flickering as it gets to Earth. And it, it uh, there's a bunch of other things that it could be like a destroyed asteroid or some kind of uh, cosmic debris. But the megastructures thing is the one that uh, people seem to think yeah, has well, the, the most validity. Is- the, the, it's found by the Kepler telescope, which is meant to look for planets. Yeah. And so it looks for light dimming in front of a star, which means there's a planet there. But the problem is it's dimming so much that it it's too, the object that's doing it would have to be bigger than a planet, mm-hmm. it, like bigger than a planet can actually be. Because when a planet gets too big, it, the, the core goes nuclear and it becomes a star. But uh, the problem is um, like all of the reasons why it can't be a natural phenomenon they're like the things that discredit it being a comet or whatever. Um, also discredit it being a megastructure. So it, it could be some sort of alien creation, but it's like, if you look at the list of possible explanations, it's like at the bottom. It's yeah. not, it could be, but it, I, and I, a lot of more likely explanations. It, yeah, and, I, and, and I think that's the correct way to kind of approach all of this stuff. But just the fact that, you know, the whole sort of uh, space searching, you know, scientific community out there is, is considering that it might be an alien civilization that has created a, a megastructure. That's pretty cool. It's amazing, right? The thing is to, to remember, like, this isn't the first time something like this has happened. When they first discovered the first uh, pulsar, which are uh, stars that blink, yeah. Like they thought, oh, what is this? Because it, it blinks like it's a like a radar signal. So they thought, oh, it must be an alien who made it. But then we learned what pulsars are, and yeah. there's a few other things like that. So for sure, is, we know so little. Th- like we yeah. know so little. Like this could be something that we don't Absolutely. understand, right? But I'm sticking with megastructure. The I think it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I think it's also this could be a new story created by the people promoting the new X Files series, right? Uh, or The Martian. But I do, or The Martian, but I do, I mean, I wish something like this would happen. It's I coming, just, man. I mean, I want it to come, it's and coming. I feel like we're not going to live long enough to figure it out. Yeah. And so we're just going to have these question marks, and then we're just going to, you know, so. We as humans? Yeah. I mean, not 
you know, not everybody, but I feel like, well, I mean, the planet's going to get exhausted at some point, well, so I, maybe I, aliens can help I, us. I think that we will have merge man and machine, and, and whatever that future uh, evolution of humanity becomes, we'll live long enough to discover other similar... Like a, like a couple hundred years from now? Biomechanical organics or whatever. Kids in school there. will learn about us, and they'll be like, geez, those monkeys used to do a show. Do you, do, do you, like, we uh, have no <laughs> we have no clothes. <laughs> like, we're, look, look how they put plaid on. <laughs> <laughs> why, are, why are they always wearing plaid, those monkeys? <laughs> well, that's gonna be you like think they'll be kids years. in school? Yeah. I think they will just go, clink, okay, and with know, newborns. You know everything. You can see the future better than I can. Don't you? I mean, Maybe. we're already moving towards that. Yeah. You know, like, won't it, won't it just be like, whoa, I know Kung Fu. Won't it just be that? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Won't it be? I mean, honestly, like, we are steps from that already. Isn't yeah. it just going to be like, okay, everybody knows everything I th now. I think there's still big steps, though. Big steps, sure. But, you know, like... I, I hope it happens. I'd like to see something amazing in my lifetime. Yeah. Like something just well, jaw-dropping. Something crazy has happened this week with uh, Tesla. They updated the, uh, the Tesla cars to the 7.0 uh, uh, version. And so Model S's that are out on the road now are kind of the autonomous cars. You can drive down the highway, yeah. hit some buttons, and we, they will drive themselves. We, we both need that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually hoping because they announced this. Uh, there's a great uh, theory that the SUV that they just announced, yes. the X or whatever it's called, um, is going to be used by the taxi companies and Uber and stuff like that. It has um, gullwing doors like DeLorean doors that can lift up even in super, super tight spaces. And it also has seats that can readjust in the back and everything. So there's a theory that this will be an autonomous service vehicle. So rental agencies and, and uh, companies like Uber and Lyft and stuff will have them. Without, they won't have to pay for drivers. They'll just right. have to buy the cars and they'll take you anywhere you want to go. I think, you know, part of the fascination and, and our ongoing fascination with Star Wars to go back and, you know, yeah. I'm not talking about J.J. Abrams and, and the new Star Wars, but part of the fascination for all of us and the seduction for all of us as kids was that you felt like that future was somehow accessible. Yeah. You felt like, oh, that's going to be in my lifetime. I mean, that was part of the part of the fiction for me. Was right. That I felt like I wanted to get there, and I wanted th those kinds of things to happen. I wanted a, a monkey to be my friend, and he could drive the spaceship with me. Um, a Wookiee, not monkey. Uh, but I... Walking carpet, I think. I just... I want something amazing like that to happen, and I think time dude, moves, every day there is something amazing but, happening. I mean, like Star Warsian, like something f so forward-thinking, and that makes me excited. Like I love the fact have, that you have, guys are talking. Have about you this. seen? I know it's cool these? for sure, but they've been around for like six years I, now. I know, but I'm ready to take another step. Okay. Well, what would that virtual reality? Next yeah, year? virtual reality. But I, I want to go into the hollow deck. I love reading about stuff where. They have these things that make soldiers invisible now. You know, yeah, those recon stealth and camo, stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I just like that stuff makes me excited, and I, I, yeah. I want more of that. I want something really, really, really I, amazing. I saw something pretty cool yesterday, um, where there is uh, computer software which will uh, form a um, host's face around whatever at somebody translating stuff mm -hmm. is going to say. So to a viewer watching somebody's stuff get translated into the mouth shapes and the facial patterns of their chosen language, that can all happen in real time right mm -hmm. now. So you record the translator's face and then they attach all of that facial recognition data in real time, all of the expressions and the mouth movements 
to whoever is up on stage or in front of a camera or whatever on the on a screen and it's like you could be speaking in English but then you're speaking in Hindi or something like that with the mannerisms all happening in the But it's time. also a way to keep Tupac alive. And that that for sure is going to be happening. Absolutely. Uh, what that, did I just watch? Oh the uh, Ant-Man movie where we saw young Michael Douglas. We're going to be seeing so much uh, more of that happen where there is going to be CG versions of actors just cut right into the movie. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, why maybe that's how they're going to do Indiana Jones. Why maybe. are we still aging, though? Why are we still aging? I mean, because we're not robots. You're yet. 29. I'm 28. I know. That, that's that's old enough, right? But I feel like we're almost caught up with Michael Douglas now. I feel like he's slowing down, and we're going faster. Right. Do you know what I mean? Okay. You don't know what I mean. Well, I think that happens as as we get a little closer to 30, like we are. Well, I mean, we are very close. <laughs> And, I'm hoping to really and, and the changes start to become a little more noticeable. I'm really hoping to, to get pussy for the first time soon. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> I thought you had two of them. I feel like, oh, oh. I mean, the, hey, the, the, back the terrible the joke squad just rolled in. Yeah, that was really great. Hello. Uh, okay. But you know how you look at people's ages now? Like yeah. You look at David Duchovny and you're like, wow, he's got to be like a thousand, right? He's like two years older than I am, you know. It's just like, yeah. no, like for some reason that psychology has collapsed now at some point. Right. Or maybe he started to lie about his age, which you and I need to start doing. Right. Yes, I know, because we're almost thirty. Um, okay, let's talk about the uh, Nintendo NX. What about it? Tell me everything you know. Well, I just feel like it's too soon to even talk. Like, this is another rumor area. It's a total rumor. Like, what the hell? Okay, there are two rumors. Can we can we mention this? Go ahead. Okay, there's a rumor that it will have the... False. Uh, the chips, chipset and, and horsepower equivalent to something like the PS4 or Xbox One. Yeah, that was in the Wall Street Journal, so mm -hmm. it's, that's pretty legit news source. Yeah, and I've heard that the, the dev kits are out. That's confirmed. They're out there. People are working on software for, sure. for it, yeah. um, which isn't a surprise. Uh, the other rumor is that it's kind of a mobile console hybrid with Google-powered um, or Android-powered um, uh, horsepower. You know, the thing with Nintendo is, and if you look at Nintendo's history, this is interesting and also a little sad. Yeah. I feel like every time they have a step forward, yeah. they have a step back. So, right. you know, with the Wii, that was a bizarre step forward. Sure. And they completely did what Nintendo always does, which is they just did whatever the hell they wanted to do. And they yeah. didn't really give a shit what gamers were going to ha be happy with, what people were going to be happy with. And, and sometimes they connect better than anyone else. Yeah. But they don't place conservative bets. And I... I feel like the Wii U was a bet in the wrong direction. And it makes me sad that the Wii U is done. Like it's a yeah. it's it's a failure. People's third-party uh, publishers, third-party developers stopped working on games for it. And I feel like it deserved better. It had problems and it just couldn't over we we couldn't come overcome those problems. Developers couldn't overcome those problems. I mean it's, it's and it's such a confluence confluence amount of problems. Yeah. Uh, this it, with this particular product, it wasn't just the 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 console hardware space was changing and the evolution there and it was it was the amount of choice that we're talking about here it was it was mobile phones and tablets and everything else sort of changing what, in what do you want a new nintendo console to do though like it's sure it's going to have some more power i don't i think they you know they experimented with this touch screen it yeah. didn't work yeah i hate that touch screen um, I, jose wants me to say the word bayonetta yeah, Bayonetta. For sure. no, no, they're of course, like we, great Bayonetta. stuff. They, Absolutely, it's a great machine. It's proven itself but to be totally worthwhile. But that drives me crazy. 
I hate that touchscreen. Well, that I, they are definitely in the touchscreen business from now on. So you think they're going to have one, another touchscreen on this one? That one hundred percent. And what makes that absolutely the case is Super Mario Maker is their Minecraft. It is it, maybe yeah, not yet. A, well, right. Maybe it's not very yet. Very small. Maybe not yet. But now they have a model for building out every other platform that they have. The they could have a Donkey Kong Maker. They could have a, a Zelda Maker. And the touchscreen was. 100% necessary for that product but to even exist. Even, but in the short period of time, yes, that you know, electronics have existed, or you know, touchscreen electronics. Yeah, what seemed forward-thinking when the Wii U first came out oh, it was, was a total immediately detriment. gone. Yes, yeah, like you couldn't look at walk the away with it. This thing, like look at this thing, like yeah. this yeah. is amazing. Look it wasn't multi-touch. Reggie, Reggie Fizami in an interview a couple months ago said exactly what you're saying, Scott. Yeah, he admitted that when they developed the touchscreen for the first time it was really cool but by the time it actually came out it was like yeah, yeah like, well every time i try to click on it it's just like i gotta press this thing five times still in terms work. of super mario maker it does its job really dependably and and uh, is that okay our vix basement thing went out what happened there oh, i got it okay samsung is taking over yeah. hi samsung <laughs> enjoy your free publicity uh, any what are we going to do with our we use though what are we going to do with them is there so can we donate them somewhere uh well we'll still be playing it for a long time to come uh, there's still some great software coming Ho for it jose's right i do love bayonetta there's too. Uh, there's some great games and they also have you know whether it didn't whether it hits sales numbers or whatever they have turned the corner on their money and they're making lots of money but the smartest play i think they made and we were all scared of it coming but they've done it on their own terms is their mobile stuff which we're going to find out about very soon but now they're in the mobile business with touchscreen technology owning a big chunk of a mobile company understanding the community aspects around that we don't want to play free-to-play shit that has a nintendo logo on it we want to play great games but they know they know how to make great games and they're in all kinds of interesting new businesses now and they i mean what i want from the new nintendo machine is exactly is the ability to play any Nintendo game I want anywhere I want in any way that I want and if they can do that with this thing where you, you know like I'm playing Wooly World I love the game I think it's a terrific game I think it would be a great 3DS game but I can't play Wooly World in the 3DS and that seems ridiculous to me if there was a great Nintendo handheld that I could play console quality stuff on my TV and away from my TV I'd be very excited about that. Okay. And like I'm playing Chibi Robo at the same time. Chibi Robo is great. It's it's a fun 2D platformer. It's not as fun as Wooly World. And they're both out at pretty much the same time. I'd rather play Wooly World and be able to take that with me wherever I go. Uh, I hear you. I, I don't think you're wrong, but I, I mean I don't want that personally. I don't need all. You like to you like to have all your games with you at all times. If and and Apple is the one that's providing that, and, and Android is the one that's providing that. You know, and now they're going to do it with their with their uh, their versions of consoles. You know, the Apple TV is going to have controller support. The Android uh, gaming systems. It can hook up to TV sets. You can carry the exact same game everywhere you go. Well, I know same loading, the same uh, save points and the whole thing. I'm 28 and you're 29. Yep, yep. Uh, it's established. Marissa yep. and I just reviewed a she's, movie. She's 13. She is 13 now. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully she'll get her permit soon and she'll be able to learn how to drive. Uh, you're teaching her, by the way. Yeah. But the... Um, uh, you know, when you look at your phone, I get distracted. I, I'm just keeping on. Because I think on. you're going to think, you're going to hear what I'm saying, and then I realize you just never listen. I to do. Me. I'm hearing you right now. And what now are you we're saying? having classic beef. Go for it. Go for it. 
Uh, what, was, what were you going to say? Uh, we just watched a documentary called Nintendo Quest. Yes. I can't reveal how we feel about it, yeah. though it's pretty positive. Uh, the review will air soon. But watching this guy, based in Toronto, collect 678 Nintendo cartridges, uh, I got a little horny. Yeah. Uh, I don't collect anything. I don't save anything. I'm not like you are, for sure. I'm not like this guy is, for sure. But uh, But just seeing those cartridges, seeing those old games... Just letting them be isolated on the NES. Yeah. Like, I'm okay with that. And I think if I really wanted to play Punch-Out, I should have to dig out my NES and I should have to somehow hook it up to my monitor somehow. Yeah. Like, I, I enjoy that process. I think part of the enjoyment of playing Punch-Out is the machinery itself mm -hmm. that was designed to play the game. So I, I don't want all of these games to sort of just cross over to everything and save my save points and then I can play it before you know movie starts or whatever you're doing I don't, I'm not a big fan of that I'm not yeah did you hear anything I yeah, said? Yeah, no, you, you, uh, you, I did, I did. I, I heard everything that you said. And, and, uh, I hope Scott shuts up soon. I've no, no, no. To say. No, but I'm, I'm thinking Scott that, uh, still moving. I, I'm thinking that, uh, <laughs> there's two thoughts around that. I think that there's going to be this new sub market that's going to grow out of the desire to have that nostalgic, con tangible connection to the classics. And it's really fun. And certainly there are companies like their Retron 5 and stuff like that that are developing their own businesses based on our desire to that to have that. There's even a, I forget what the name of the, these guys are, but they bought a bunch of old Jaguar mm -hmm. um, consoles and they've retrofitted those to play cartridges of our favorite mobile games and indie games that mm -hmm. are now, they're starting to develop these, uh, they've kickstarted this whole thing. It's a cool idea. I like that idea. I think that's great. But I also do like the idea of owning a vast library of content that I can access anywhere. And when I started to think about that, just as you were talking, because my mind often wanders when you're talking, ooh, it was uh, the... Uh, Happy Halloween, everybody! The, the Nintendo NX, maybe Nint NX stands for Nintendo Experience. Maybe, the, sure. maybe what they mean is uh, you can experience this stuff wherever you want to go. Maybe that's maybe that's the heart of what that platform. It could is. be a reference to the to mankind's first warp five starship, the NX01. Or it could be a Star Trek reference. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good. Good. Good job. Okay. Uh, I didn't hear anything you said. All, all I heard was this. You heard my my Charlie Brown impression, my Charlie Brown parent impression. Uh, Twilight Princess HD coming for the Wii U. That's Excited. Just a rumor. I think it's coming. That's another, yeah. Why are we doing all these rumors now? No, they found it in. Uh, they they found some, that some company so like Amazon posted it. Or yeah, something. somebody posted it. Hasn't it's been announced. It's coming. I mean, they the, the Nathan Drake collection. Zelda's delayed again. The so Nathan they, Drake collection was that that was revealed what exactly about the Skyward same way. Sword HD collection. I want that for sure. I love the Skyward Sword. Some. Yeah, that game was amazing, except for the amount of waggling and how how hard your how much your hand hurt at you the end. You know how it. much I can I waggle all the time. I know you've got super developed muscles. It's Friday night, yeah. I'm waggling tonight. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> Everyone, let's waggle. Yeah, what do you got? Do you guys want to do a lightning round of questions? Yeah, for yep. sure. Okay. Uh, Swan Gore asked mentioned that he just saw Vic's TED talk. Yeah. And I told him that Scott is going to do that's right talk. I don't know where we let to reveal that yes it, I saw it on the internet so it was uh, oh it's revealed it on t uh, Monday that's awesome fantastic yes, thank you Vic Scott Jones is going to be doing a TEDx Vancouver 2015 talk and uh, buy your tickets now yeah you can buy your tickets it's open to a lot more people because it's being 
at it's being held at the Rogers. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to arena that. here, right? Yeah, I don't have any inside information. It's I, not the whole thing. It's a little corner of. But it. it's it's still it's massive. It's the biggest event that they've thrown yes. so far in their multi-year history yes, so far. Yes, they asked me to do it, and I said, well, you can call my agent. Yeah. He'll figure it out. No, <laughs> no it's I, an amazing honor, yeah, isn't no, it? Yeah, it is, it is for sure. Uh, I'm nervous as hell, but I'll just go and do my best. Maybe yeah. I'll see you guys there. Do you think, it, well, I was so freaking nervous when I did it. I know, you were the last one too, which is, the, they knew uh, you are were you, strong. Are you doing the last one? No, they talked about it, but I don't know yet. If they talked about maybe making me the last one. But okay, well, you, you saw me do it, so yeah, you. You look so cool. You, well, were the, you were so smooth. You never sweat. Like, I was, I've never seen you nervous. I, I was so then freaking Then later you out. always tell me, oh, I was so nervous. I was, like, I I was telling it. him I couldn't do it. I was telling the, uh, the, the our contacts over there, was, I, the, on the night before, I'm like, I'm fl I can't do it. I can't memorize all of this stuff. And I, I didn't end up memorizing everything because I, I just couldn't. I thought they had a little teleprompter. They did, but uh, they were. Haven't they told you this yet? No, they don't tell they, me anything. They Somebody will be telling you. Me. They are going to encourage you to memorize as much of it as you can. Sure. And that's going to be... Uh, My brain doesn't work so well. Well, do what you can. But uh, yeah, after you hear all the other amazing speakers when... Uh, yeah. Anyways, but now you've Hopefully seen... Hopefully I won't have the Victor Lucas position. Which well, is well, you've seen me do it. And you've seen other ones. closer. And, well, you've seen other people do it. I can't wait to hear yours. I don't. I, you haven't told me what your speech is yet it's, so well it's about stds and how okay to of course yourself. it's just pretty much like so a fixed basement podcast <laughs> <laughs> no i don't know it's just it's my it's about last year so it's pretty straightforward i don't know it's, it's when is that on monday what when when is your ted talks on monday no, no it's next month it's a okay. month i think from this week okay people in the chat want to know so it's amazing yeah. I'll post a link. And then, and then what they do, it takes about a month or something like that. But after that, they put it, everything up on YouTube. So if you can't make it yep. to the thing, uh, I encourage you to go, though. I mean, one, experiencing one of these TED I Talks, you've got to go. Yeah, I encourage you I to go, especially because they've asked you to do it and you've got to give right. a talk. So please go. Uh, but uh, if you've never been, it's amazing. You see some really, really incredible, yep. heartfelt messages. Uh, yes. from interesting people that have gone through some stuff and certainly you've gone through some really crazy stuff yeah so. I have yeah uh, and uh, yeah I don't know I just hope it's okay thank you for bringing yeah. it up I had no plans to bring it up here I, I thought we weren't allowed to yet so that's great so oh, the, wor no, the world yeah, can no, know it, they just announced it this week that's they, awesome they needed a headshot and they had this uh, bio for me and I didn't like the bio so I pushed back and it, they didn't like my headshot and so there was Anyway, we're not off to the best start, but we're going to smooth things over. All right. Yeah. Are you getting a new picture, or what are you doing? Well, it's too late now. They just oh, they okay. took some pictures when I went up to the office. Yeah. Uh, when I did my meeting with them, and they just used one of those. Okay. So I still look pretty handsome. All right, good. So it's all up there. It's all up there. Yep. It's all up there. It's all out there, so, baby. So it's, is it on the TED site or the? It's on the TEDx Vancouver. TEDxVancouver.com. I'll, uh, I'll post a link on the EPN Twitter. That is awesome. Sure. Thanks, guys, for talking about this. You, I, re you, I really didn't expect Okay, that. I can change the subject to. then. Yeah, thank okay. you. Okay, uh, John Nicholas wants to know, can eSports be an equal to other sports like like baseball? So can eSports uh, take on? I think uh, eventually. I think a few more years. I, I, mean, I, I saw in terms of money and in terms of uh, um, viewership, I think in, in, um, in some – It'll be interesting though because sports, I think, cross a threshold. They cross a a, a huge demographic that esports has yet to do. I think. I think that there's a specific group of people that yeah. really love 
esports and will follow it. And that group is very large. And, and they and, and growing, and they will age, and they will share that passion with their family members. But that's what sports has you as know, an advantage, is you, they have parents that, that pass it on and grandparents that pass it if on. If you look at something uh, like the NFL, the NFL wasn't really in its kind of prime time mode the way that is, it is now. Like it, They earned so much money yeah. in the NFL, but it really was a business that they had to figure out and they had to build. Sure. But it's, it's not just that. It's not just them becoming more sophisticated in the way they promote themselves, but it's also the way in which uh, it's the time that you live in too. This is the right time for the NFL to kind of really flourish. Yeah, and it feels like it's all kind of coming together, and they just get bigger and, and richer, and all the team. Everybody's making all kinds of money all, all over the place. Well, right the the, th the best thing that esports has for it, I think, that's different from the sort of professional sports that we know, is that every year a new sport is introduced, a new way yes. to play and imagine. And yes. I think when we start thinking about robotics and VR as part of the eSports equation, we're going to see some pretty incredible stuff. Right, you know, right. I, I think that could, like imagine a, a human-controlled giant robot fighting eSport thing, you know. I think that will probably happen, you know. Real steel. Yeah, I think real Jane steel Jackman. is going to happen. They sort of already have that. Yeah, they have battle bots and stuff, but I think it will probably be one to one. You're swinging fists, and I think it's going to be crazy in the next few years. Yeah. I mean, I read in Wired like ten years ago that by the 2020 Olympics, Sony was going to, and I'm, I'm sure you know everything has changed, but Sony was going to have a robot soccer team that could beat the Olympic gold medalists. Uh, I hope that happens. Would, wouldn't that be the? I mean, wouldn't the entire planet? Tune in to watch the robot soccer team play the gold medal champions at the at the Olympics. Come on, robot soccer team! I mean, that would be crazy. What, what kind of win is that, though? If the robots oh, it'd win? be fri frightening as hell. Yeah, all of it would exactly be scary as hell for yeah, sure. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, what else you got? Uh, so uh, somebody uh, make it so number one wants to know: Are steam machines a viable threat to consoles? Uh, I, th I think so. I think Steam I th is a viable threat to consoles. I mean, the platform of Steam. It already is. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's yeah. incredibly powerful. Yeah. And, and you look at at the ways in which you know the Xbox One and the PS4 just and Nintendo kind of like in turnaround with the Wii U. Yeah. You you just you 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 see, you see that there's growth that needs to happen on the console front, but Steam seems to be growing exponentially. I I don't know if the machines themselves, because they are really like I think if you are such a big fan of the idea of jumping into PC gaming to begin with, I don't know if you'd be satisfied with an underpowered, uh, plugged in uh, PC that could run these games okay when. If, if that's where your library is going to be and that's where your time is going to be spent, I think you'd probably just buy a full-featured PC if, and plug it into your TV. somebody said, listen, I'm not going to buy consoles anymore. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to buy a high-end PC and keep upgrading it. Yeah. And then, I mean, how often do you think you'd have to replace it? Every three years? Yeah, and there are, I you think... You usually get new PCs. Every few years, yeah. yeah. But I think what, what happens now is that there are a lot of... Um, uh, companies that, that manufacture stuff to be changed up every year, mm -hmm. and they factor that into the price like a subscription kind of thing. It's yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting. I, but I the know. platforms are all doing pretty good. Yeah, I mean, even I the Wii U is having a pretty fantastic year I this feel year. Like the Xbox One and the PS4, I don't know. I don't know if there's enough there. Enough room for them to go? 
I don't know if they've done enough this year. I feel like it's been kind of a plateau kind of year, and it's way too soon for that. The big stuff's still coming out this year. We've no, got Battlefront that, and, and like, Fallout. Here's the God of War collection. Here's the Dishonored Definitive. Here's I would definitely the, say like, I would definitely say that that Sony shit. has not done enough first party for sure this year. Yeah, that's absolutely, right. except for your beloved Bloodborne. Uh, but uh, that's really the only thing they've done. I know, and but next year they're going to have a bunch of cannons firing. I don't want to even talk about it. Xbox has done pretty well, and Nintendo has done pretty well as well this year. And in terms of what you get for the dollar, those are pretty, those are pretty worthwhile machines, man. Right, so I almost, mean, it's, you you spend two, three hundred to four hundred bucks, and you have a lot of horsepower and exclusive games. They're all worth it. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Remember you. Halo 5 comes I'm out. Listening to uh, it. Yeah, Halo and Halo 5. 5 is out very soon. Oh, yeah. boy. So uh, we're almost out of time. Yep. So what are we watching and playing this weekend? Uh, Halo 5, actually. Halo <laughs> 5. <laughs> 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 Jose was mentioning that he was playing it, too. And, and Assassin's Creed. I don't know if we're allowed to say anything, but, uh, you know, the big games are starting to hit right now. We it's are, crazy. We all have all yeah. the big games, yeah. and we're trying to play them as yeah. quickly as we can. Yeah. And you know what? The, the weird thing now is... Uh, there's a little, and you know me, I'm such an asshole, but there, there's just a little bit of cynicism about all of it. Just like, yeah. well, I got another Assassin's Creed. Well, I no, listen, and, and they, they like, like Jesus, and stacking them all in at one time all at the end of the time. year is yeah. ridiculous. But I'm still, I, you know, I've been talking about the Lego stuff. I love the Toys to Life stuff. It's incredible. I'm having a blast with it. Uh, so what about and and this I, weekend, I should be getting though? a Yarn Yoshi pretty soon, so I'm really happy about that. You're so I'm horny a, for your Yarn I, I'm Yoshi. I'm a very, very happy dude Why right don't you now. just get the Yarn Yoshi and give it to girls? Give it to Marissa. She'd like it. Well, eventually my daughter will have it. But <laughs> for, for the first 18 years well, of her life, okay, it'll be mine. Okay, listen. Yeah. Excise all the stuff you have to play this weekend. What do you want to play? Uh, I, I'm having a blast with Lego and Disney. And okay. um, I'm excited about the new stuff that has just arrived that I, I shouldn't talk about. Um, so I'm 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 having a really good time, and I've got episodes of of great shows to watch, and uh, I still want to get out to see The Martian. I think that I'm going to try to make that a date night with my wife. What about you? What are you going to do? Uh, well, I'm going to play Bloodborne. Yeah. Still, uh, you know, I recently uh, a friend of mine got into it. So far, he's put 80 hours into it. He yeah. is obsessed with it. And so what he's talked me into doing is taking on the bosses in the game, the two of us. Yeah. What? Yeah, you have one minute left. I know, okay. but I didn't get to say anything. I just okay, want to get it done. It's a, it's a podcast, okay? I'm almost out of the room on my tape. Okay. Anyway, I'm playing Bloodborne, and I'm playing with somebody else, and I'm watching the Mindy Project, the Mindy Kaling Show. Okay, there, it's done. And Blue Jays. Go Blue Jays! Go Blue Jays! Mostly for Marissa, and she'll be back next week. Thank you for watching, Thanks everybody. For coming, everybody. Stitcher! Stitcher! I'm going to start doing this to you all the time now, Blake. That's it. <laughs> Vic's Basement would like to thank its sponsors, EB Games, Nintendo, Xbox, and Gameloft, makers of Dragon Mania Legends, which you can play for free right now.